Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Super Week is all about fattening foods. Put the good meat out for Dusty. Big screens. Come to my garage and we'll film something, bud. And good sportsmanship. I got a lot of problems with you people. How about you shut up? This is Danny and Dusty on Super Week. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080. (laughs) The Fan. It's hour number three here on Monday on Super Week, and that's right. We always make sure we put out the good meat for Dusty. That's right. Put that good meat out. Bring that good meat out. Cut that meat. God, that was a great commercial. I hope we get some bangers this year. Have last you seen year, the Paramount we went, commercial? We went very sad last year. Oh, no. Have you seen the Paramount commercial? No. Oh, my God. I don't. I go spoiler free. I don't mess with No, no, with, no, no. This isn't a Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl lead-up commercial. It's already out. Oh, I don't. I don't watch a lot of commercials. Oh period. man, it it made its way on my feed, and it's glorious. It's got um, uh, Star Trek Patrick uh, Stewart, Patrick Stewart, Stewart, yes, Sir Patrick Stewart, uh, and Creed playing higher, and Patrick Stewart. It's a promo for like all of the Paramount shows. I think I heard Stuke talking about this the other day. They they take Arnold from Hey Arnold, who's football shaped head. And Sir Patrick Stewart goes in like 1920s football regalia and throws Hey Arnold up a cliff to like get them out of like a ravine. It, <laughs> while so they use him like a hook, like a grappling yes, hook, and he like he throws his head like it, it's it is incredible. See, I need I need funny commercials. Back. Oh, it is so Don't good. Bring, and they they're like we get a really high Q rating if they're very sad. No, no, make me no. laugh, clown, buddy. I died laughing. It was it was so dumb and so it I mean, it's Sir Patrick Stewart, so it's greatness personified, but also singing Creed. Higher. It just certified banger. I've been sent the Creed because of my thoughts on Creed mm. not being a great band. Wow. Yeah. Uh I've been sent the techno creed remix mm-hmm. thing that the DJ did. It's not bad. It's not bad, mm. but that's Creed's music. Is it's not bad? Just you know, it's just number one selling records multiple times over and over them, and over. They are the most Denny's band. Like they're wow. Denny's is around. Denny's is popular. Denny's has never been number one in the world for multiple years. Yeah, Jay Leno was. Denny's was at one point. 
Were they? De- yeah. Denny's had a heyday, just like Creed. Oh, I think, yeah, Denny spent decades riding the hell out of that Grand Slam breakfast. I don't think they were ever number one, though. Oh, Denny's made a ton of... Denny's used to be... Like a the the chain the chain breakfast place. We're gonna have to do some crack research on this. But I, I, I it's need, I just need to know okay. I need to know if they ever reached the top of the mountain. And you know what? A lot of people like just okay. When was the last time you had a good? Grand I feel slam? this way. Uh, twenty five years at Oof. least. <laughs> twenty five years. I feel this way about Morgan Wallen, and I know Morgan Wallen is very popular. Mm-hmm. He's very popular. And uh, Whiskey Glasses was a really good song, and it was good. I feel like all of his songs just kind of sound the same, and he's kind of whiny. He's got a whiny voice, and I'm like, That's country for me in general. Morgan Wallen just isn't my jam, Hmm. but he is the jam for a lot of people. It's like Taylor Swift. It's all all the same to me. Yeah, I go through these conversations a lot with people where it's like, oh, this is so great, you got to have it. I'm like, do I? Taylor Swift new album, like just like mm-hmm. just like the the Stan, the you know the Stanley Cups are yeah, all the rage being rebranded for a hundred dollars more. Yeah, I just I have a Hydro Flask, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, you can hold it easily. I'm like, yes, so can I. Mm-hmm. I just have put my my finger through it. They're like, it keeps your water cold. Even so does mine. It, it it's more convenient. How? I was really it, really it, waiting for that. I just put my finger in the hole drop. You don't have to. You only it holds forty ounces mm. instead of thirty two. Okay, so those those eight ounces I'm gonna have to go and refill. It fits better in your hand. <laughs> like it, it, I don't need. I don't need this. I don't need anything bigger. I have something that works just fine. It works fine. It's adequate. Hmm. Mark got you that one. <laughs> but that's where I. That's where I go. That's where I I, I I live in this lane, and I'll I'll die in it. You're gonna die in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, these are the things that I just feel are very way blown out of proportion. Creed, number one. I you can have good songs I, like I, Higher is a good song. I don't know how if you if you can be blown out of proportion if you're like one of the best selling bands of all time though. You can. Because all your song, like they all sound the same, and people like that. They they like that comfort. That's okay. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. See, but I, let's not pretend. I'm, I'm gonna like, start playing nothing but Creed in let, between the breaks and just yeah, show you the difference. Let's not act like they are reinventing the wheel at all. They're not, and they haven't. That's okay. That's fine. You, you've got to you. Did did you like did you get your heart broken to a Creed song or something like it, it feels like this comes like a, a from a plane of personal pain? No, I just I don't care for their music. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Hmm. I feel like there's something more to this. No, just like there's something more that we just burned an entire no. segment talking about. Well, commercials yeah. and Creed. So see, uh, I, I, I look at this. A lot of people are followers, and mm. they'll just follow. They'll just go and follow it. Like and just listen to uh, oh Creed easy, all right. There's a lot of really good bands out there, better than Creed. Wow. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about all the bands that are better than Creed. No, uh, there is a difference heading into this game in the, in the level of quarterback play. As good as Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes has been, he might actually be on a level that you would not believe. We'll get to that and more coming up here on Danny and Dusty, Danny the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Dusty has now seen the Paramount commercial, and it is a... It is really good. It's a banger. Yeah, we. that's what I need. Yes. I need more Mindless money. stupidity. Yes. Mindless stupidity. That's right. All right, now that we've got that out of the way, uh, there is a matchup between two quarterbacks here in Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes that uh, has some underlying tones to it that... I don't think are really being highlighted as much as they are as opposed to the narratives around both quarterbacks. The greatness of Patrick Mahomes chasing Tom Brady and Brock Purdy evolving from Mr. Irrelevant beyond to being this great quarterback. Well, if you look, if you look at what they have done recently, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 163 straight passes without an interception, which is very good, particularly in the playoffs when you're talking about playing better teams. But he has just not thrown an interception, Dusty, he hasn't had a single turnover-worthy throw. N- not through the entire playoffs. He's played three games. That's nuts. I think one thing that we're seeing with Mahomes is that his depth of target has gone down dramatically from where it has been in the past. And this is what great quarterbacks do when it comes time for the playoffs and every possession matters the most. He is taking care of the ball mm-hmm. way better. And you look at on the flip side of it, Brock Purdy... I mean, we all think of the Darnell Savage interception that went Mm -hmm. right into his chest early in the game of the Green Bay game. We saw two against Detroit that were also dropped that you sit there and you're like, okay, those are turnover worthy throws that, you know, the luck turnover luck has been on the 49er side where. And it was last year up until him him getting hurt. And that is going to be when you're going up against one of the best defenses in the NFL, you have got to be more judicious with the throws that you make. And that's what you're seeing with Patrick Mahomes. And we're seeing the evolution of a quarterback, too, go from truly elite to the transcendent talent. That's what you have with Patrick Mahomes. Those numbers are crazy to think about. Those are like Tom Brady-esque, you know, prime numbers yeah. that that what Mahomes is doing, where, you know, the he went the streak of uh, attempts without an interception. Mahomes isn't putting the ball in danger at all. One one thing is, it's scheme. It's not pushing the ball downfield. And also, when you're playing from the front and not from behind, it is a massive advantage, right? Because that they've had the luxury in two of those three games to have such big leads that you don't need to put the ball in danger. No. And Take that, what you get and go. That's what we saw. What is truly amazing, though, is when he went on the road into Buffalo, he didn't do that in a tight game where they had to rally, too. That is, that's the brilliance of Mahomes, but what he's doing in, at the quarterback position is truly, it's 
at one of those awe-inspiring levels of play where he is in in for everything that Brock Purdy gets hit with game manager, Patrick Mahomes is just taking care of the football and being as safe as he possibly can with it. Can he still create? Absolutely. And the plays that he does create are incredible. But think of like the in the AFC championship game, right? He's he's scrambling around for seven seconds and then he finds Travis Kelsey. Those are the kind of throws that you say quarterbacking one-on-one tells you do not rule to your left, plant your foot and throw off balance back towards the middle of the field. But he makes that throw not into danger. He throws to an area where only his guy can get it. That's not a turnover worthy throw. That's what Mahomes, that's like the next step in his evolution would have been. He's reached it now. He's taken that next step. And that's got to be the scariest part if you're Steve Wilkes in the defensive staff for the 49ers is that you're sitting there and you're going, all right, you used to be able to maybe bait Patrick Mahomes. There's no baiting him because no. he's not throwing up the 500 ball to Tyreek Hill anymore. Here's the insanity of Patrick Mahomes. Okay, He has now played 17 career playoff games, a regular season, right? He is, now has a 67.4 completion percentage. He has thrown for 4,800 yards, 39 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. He has an interception rate of 1.1%. Not too shabby. He has thrown the ball 626 times, which is essentially saying that he is, for basically every 80-plus throws, he is getting one interception. And this is a Kansas City offense that looks broken. <laughs> like that's that's it's not insane. Ex- it's not explosive, but it's controlled, and that's like, but this, that this is, is against that is great right competition. Everything You're in the is playoffs. Controlled. Everything is ratcheted up. You're playing better teams, and he's got a 39. To, this is a season long worth run of of him in the playoffs. 17 games. How many seasons in NFL history are better than that? 4,800 yards. 68% completion rate, 39 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Mm, there's very few. 20, I mean, probably? Total seasons? Yeah, and they're the historic ones. But we're that looking at... That is his at, playoff resume. But that, yeah, it over, was it six years of starting? Six years, yeah. In the, in the playoffs? And by the way, he's 14-3. Those are in... <laughs> It's what? having a great staff. It's having a great roster. And the, the numbers are down this year than, mm-hmm. from where they were in the past. But that doesn't take away from... He's actually better this th- these playoffs already through three games than he was last year. Well, last year included the Super Bowl, though, right? Oh, yes, but he's through, through three games. Yeah. So he's... I mean, you take the Dolphins game and you just kind of flush that one down the sure. toilet. It was negative 30 degrees out there. What he's doing is I- incredible, but this is the thing. What when you have the turnover worthy throws that we've seen from Brock Purdy, we have seen him take care of the ball mm-hmm. and not not make those mistakes. Can he put the full half together or can, full game together? Can't is it gonna be the, the kind of those battle of wills? And you got Kansas City's defense, which is lights out, and they will make you pay if you throw it up. And that's the thing. Detroit's defense is not good. Purdy put up still good numbers against that team, but you can't make those risky throws against a Kansas City defense because they are way better than the Detroit Lions, and they will make you pay for that. Which is more likely in this game that you have Mahomes continue his perfection because perfection is hard to achieve, and he's done it three damn games in a row. 
or we have Brock Purdy put those four quarters together. Because, and this is why I, I keep going back to this game, I feel is just going to be a little bit more low scoring because I don't feel like you're going to have Brock Purdy play a perfect game because that's just not in him. That's not who he is. But can the 49ers force, like they have, to mm-hmm. every other quarterback make those mistakes? Yes. And, and While their that's offense where, is also puts the pressure on them. And that is the thing that Kansas City has not done. Everybody wants to say they punted seven times in the second half against Baltimore in the AFC Championship game, and their but offense sputtered. They were controlling the yeah. game. They, they That's didn't what they have, needed to do to protect. They just, they just needed to chew clock and, and get out there, make sure you weren't going three and out, take your sweet time. Baltimore's offense didn't put them under any pressure. And can the 49ers create an extra opportunity for Brock Purdy because this is what you have to do in a big game with a quarterback that makes those risky throws. You have to create the other opportunities for him. You have to do it. If the defense cannot come through in that regard for San Francisco, it's going to be a long-ass night. It's Sunday is going to be long. They have got to create at least one other opportunity for their offense to get back on the field. And the way Mahomes has been playing, good luck trying to find that in when that happens because he is not putting the ball in danger. He has not put the ball in danger one damn time in a hun- was 163 attempts. 163 attempts in the playoffs so far. It's been masterful. That, that That's such seen. an insane thing to say that not once has he put the ball in danger. Uh, I mean, I phrase it this way. What's crazier? The fact that Brock Purdy has the, the uh, horseshoe shoved up his backside and the teams don't always get those turnover-worthy throws to go their way, or that Mahomes has just hasn't even had one. I think that it is. I think the crazier thing is that Mahomes hasn't even had one. With it's, it's, what he is asked to do, with the pressure that he's been under at times, I think that that is truly incredible that he has not had one throw that you can even squint at and be I'm like, surprised that the, the Kelsey, the, the the duck to Kelsey wasn't rated as one. Which which one? early in the Baltimore game, the the one that he just kind of shot put it at him that Kelsey laid out for in the middle of the field. Who else was going to catch it is the thing. That's I, what makes it a turnover-worthy throw. Yeah, I, I want to say that there was somebody there, but Kelsey beat him to it. But yeah, I, I'm just I, that that one stands out to me because I'm I just kind of looking at how that was graded out at least. But. The fact that he's basically dotted everyone up like that is insane. Well, turnover rate throw doesn't have to be like perfect ball placement. It is. Well, it's can great. the other guys make a play? And that's on what I think. That's, that, like, that's more important. That's that is impossible. is that you are you are not even allowing a defender to make. Uh-huh. The play. All right, coming up next, Joel Embiid has had another knee injury. Just Ooh. how severe and what impact is is going to have on the Philadelphia Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, the MVP race, and the NBA Finals. But first, here's the big Kahuna Sports Center update. I hear they got some tasty burgers. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Well, unfortunately, the news that we all expected came across this weekend as Joel Embiid is expected to have surgery on his left knee that was damaged against the Golden State Warriors after Jonathan Kaminga fell 
opponents. I don't understand what the 76ers are doing in, in all of this, though. Why the Philadelphia 76ers tried to silence the Shams report initially that he had a tear in his knee, and then we're like, oh, we don't know about that, and made him retract that, even though we all knew Woj also doubled down on it and said, tear. no, he's got a tear of his meniscus. Yes. Or no, he called it a meniscus injury. A meniscus injury. Not a tear. It's very specific. And then it came out that the Philadelphia 76ers themselves, the, the press release email that they put out, said they had a he had a damaged flap, which there's in his meniscus. flap because there's a tear. It, that's exactly what it is. Basically, every, every orthopedic surgeon that talks about stuff openly on Twitter was pretty damning and condemning of the 76ers language because it was just jargon and gibberish to try to obfuscate that Joel Embiid has a tear in his knee and he's going to have a surgery and he's well, going to be out for at least a month or two, but that the severity of it won't be known until they get in there, which is typically the case unless you absolutely shred it. So here is what they, and it's called a flap injury. Mm-hmm. It's the, but it's technically a flap tear, which means a, a piece of your meniscus is is torn where it can flip up. Yes. And that's where the discomfort happens is when it, it kind of curls upward. That's a flap tear. Yes, and it's on the outer left side of his knee, and it's, again, stability issues and Joel Embiid's I don't injury get it. history. I think they just don't want to admit that Joel Embiid has is a torn injured knee. again, and he's going to be out until the playoffs. And that's if things go perfectly. Because which have not in his recoveries no. in the past. Again, it's, this is a three hundred and fifty to three hundred and sixty pound man who is having the greatest scoring season on a per minute basis ever. We, but when he went down, he was averaging one point oh five points per minute, which is higher than Wilt Chamberlain's record setting season. Damn, that's how good he has been, Dusty. He's been outstanding. I, I mean, you he watch. He was him. the best player. He was playing the best basketball. In the world when he went down. Better than his MVP year from a year ago. And more efficient. And the 76ers were rolling when he was on the floor. Now their his MVP hopes are gone. Their title hopes are gone. And it, it completely reshapes how the East is stacking up. I would um, I would want what happened with... And this is all unfortunate. But I would want, like, if I'm a 76ers fan, I, you'd almost want to have, like, the Grey Godin where it never gets off the ground then... As close and as good as the 76ers look, and then de- injuries to him it's derail Bill your, your season. But Walton at least got the title. Yeah. But when he came back, that 78 team was the better team. And his feet just... They just completely broke down. I mean, that, that's an MVP. That's, that, that's the only parallel you can draw between a guy this great and this injury prone is... Bill Walton. But the biggest difference is Walton got a championship. And he got he got that one opportunity where things just lined up where maybe that was there last year. If again his knee in the playoffs, remember we, we were, it was like, well, Joel's kind of playing pretty bad. Everybody knew he was playing on one leg. He was playing on one leg. We knew his knee was damaged. And this is the thing. You can go back to the 2014 draft. And the reason why. Andrew Wiggins and Jabari Parker were taken in front of him is because the medicals on Joel Embiid were so bad that people were just terrified. He had the navicular bone fracture in his foot, which is a death sentence for bigs. Mm. If you're seven foot tall and you have that fracture, that's basically like you're a ticking time bomb. Your feet are going to blow up. But he also has stress fractures in his back, so he misses the first two seasons of his NBA career. First two seasons of his NBA career. And still, if you took the totality of his career, even with all of the injuries and the time that he has missed, based on his medicals, every team would have taken him. 
because the talent is so overwhelming. His production is so overwhelming. And his medicals, his medicals were 10 times more red flag than Greg's. Greg's red flag was that one leg was an inch and a half longer than the other. And they knew that it was going to break down at some point. Not good. Embiid was already broken. The thing about this is, and the thing that sucks if you're a sports fan, not even if you're a 76ers fan, you should want him on the floor because he is truly great. Incredible. But if he, I'm worried he's going to try to rush back because this may be that only window because it, we may, the, the ticking time bomb may have just happened. The way that you got to go with Joel Embiid moving forward has got to be the hell with the NBA rules on pay the player fines, resting. whatever it play, is. Pay all of the fines. Hell, if you only play him in tele- nationally televised games, maybe that's all you do. Never plays in back-to-backs. But I think if you are a 76ers fan, I don't think you have an issue with him going, we're just going to see next year. We're just going to see next year. We play him. If Joel Embiid plays in 30 games in the regular season next year, 30. I think, you gotta, I think it's got to be like 45. You think it's like 45? It ha- More than half. I think, like, if you were to say, we just ramp him up and we play him, you know, we don't play him in long stretches. I, I think he's going to get the, after the surgery, I think he's going to be like, I'm coming back now for the playoffs. Which I That's think just the way he's wired. But that's what I'm saying. He's like, a competitor. Well, like not that. just that. I think he might see his mortality of of next year's not guaranteed. Okay, for, if 40, we'll meet 41 games. 50%. Half of the games he plays in. I think I think that if you're the 76ers, that's the way you, you operate. And you say, this is for, when he is healthy, we are a legitimate NBA title contender. When he is not healthy, we are nowhere close to it. We are a bottom half playoff team. We are, we are eight, six through eight in the Eastern Conference without him. When we have him, we're a title contending team. title contending team. Forty one games. Just say we're gonna play him in half. Just worry about getting there. You play him in about a third of the games early in the year, and then you ramp it up a little bit more as the season goes on and you say, All right, we're gonna see how you go and get him in shape for the for the postseason. It's just it's just crazy. The the everything that's come around of this, but you know, that's Gotta have it. That's how you gotta have you have to seven feet people are very useful in the playoffs, especially that can dribble, shoot, and defend the way that Joel Embiid does. Uh, I was listening to Zach Lowe, low post, um, and he said I, I wrote this a couple months ago and I, I I reread it and I thought it was hyperbole at the time, but I am I'm, I'm, I'm pushing it back against it. And he goes, He has the power like of Shaq. No one's like Shaq. No one is Shaq, but the closest thing we've had to Shaq to where I can back a guy under the rim and put you in the rim because I want to. He has the footwork of Akeem, the post footwork, because he does quite literally work with Akeem Olajuwon, and his footwork is unbelievable. And the mid-range game of Dirk Nowitzki. And you really start thinking about it, and you're like, the fact that that's not an insane thing to say shows you just how great he is. Good text here, Yao Ming. Yao Ming may be a comp, too, where he's the most dominant player, but could never stay healthy and never got off the ground. He was one step down. Once, like, don't get me wrong, Yao was the only guy that ever bothered Shaq because he's seven foot six. Yao could move Shaq, yeah, which is insane. Well, when your calves are the size of most people's heads, but useful donkey, useful, but yeah, Yao's Yao's probably close. Bill's the straight line, Yao's just like, and when I say a step down, I'm not talking like a step down, like it's there's a a clear delineation, but still an all time great, but. 
yeah, it, it sucks, man. When you're this big, this is just what happens. R.I.P. Joel Embiid season. Yeah, what do, what do you think? Do you think he actually? Do you think he comes back for the playoffs? Do you think he's insane and says I'm going to do this, or do you think he's he plays it safe? I think he does. I, th- I think he comes back and plays because that's kind of like everything about. That's Embiid why he was on the floor against the Warriors. What's because he, he had to prove everybody wrong? Well, yeah, he just he he has to show it. He and, and for that for that city, I mean, city's just sitting there going like, we're never going to get there. Mm-hmm. We are never going to get over the hump. We went through. All of the tanking. We went through the process. Sam Hinkie screwed us. Ben Simmons, James Harden. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Yeah. We are... Oof. We've been through the ringer. We thought that this was the light at the end of the tunnel. Nope. I mean, think of... With Embiid playing the way that he has to this point, mm-hmm. they're still only fifth in the East. Yeah, when he hasn't played, they they lose. I want to say they're... I think he's missed like 14 games. I think they're 4-10 and 10 in those games. Yowzas. So, yeah, it just kind of shows you the impact that he has. I'm trying to see here... Eight games to be made up, and they could miss the play-in even. Yeah, I need that to not happen because I, I need I need the Miami Heat in the play-in. Uh, the Netzel. I, 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 I need Miami over. in the play-in just for the vibes. Oh, Miami will Miami will do it. They may they'll be held off by uh, Orlando is going to make a little surge. I need them here. to get healthy. They need them to get healthy. There you go. Just 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 for the Twitter memes, it'll be fun if Miami's in the play-in. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we'll put a nice little wrap on the show. Uh, the Washington Huskies are—they're uh, hiring the 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 heirs of greatness. What does that mean for them going forward? Danny and Dusty, today, the fan. You take them all the man. It's a super week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com on Ten Eighty The Fan. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a drive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time. And it's Henry Aaron. Happy uh, heavenly 90th birthday to one Henry Louis Aaron, born this day, 1934. He died a couple of weeks shy of his 87th birthday. Uh, 25-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glover, two-time batting champ, 1957 MVP and World Series champ. You say 25? 25. That's bananas. Lord. Is that a lot? That's a lot. That's a lot. 25 All-Star games. Yeah, and of course held the home record for quite some time until that cheating a-hole Barry Bonds beat him. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, anyway. Oh, and also, (laughs) uh, happy 82nd birthday, still living to Roger Staubach. Still alive. Still alive. Still alive. Definitely would have thought, number one, super dead. Number two, a lot older. The hero of one Bill Belichick, Mm. Roger Staubach. Speaking of Bill Belichick, his son got a job. Not him. Good hire. Yeah? This is good hire. Yeah. He's a a lunatic, but a good coach. Stevie Belichick has been hired as the defense coordinator up at UW. Mm -hmm. Jed Fish bringing him on staff. No, Stevie Belichick is ridiculously bright. Mm-hmm. He was calling the defense this past year for the Patriots in look the cat past couple of seasons, but the defense was not, not the, the issue. problem. No. It, it was not the issue. And when they had their, they were short their on, lapses were injuries on the defense. Yeah, so they were short the on dudes and they were still functional. He is very sharp 
and he's young. He's 36 years old. It is interesting that he is going to the college game because he has not cut his teeth in college at all. He has been a pro guy. And this is going to be the interesting part for what how Jed Fish is building his staff because he also brought on Pete Carroll's kid who was coaching with him in Seattle. So he brought on Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick's kids for his staff at UW. This is you got to be able to recruit. Like you have to recruit. If you hear any of the stories about any of these high-level recruiting schools, everybody just wants to say, oh, throw NIL, and it's easy to recruit. It's no, just no, money. No, no, Make no, it no, happen. No, no. These guys are maniacal in the way that you recruit. It is a day where like, you will practice. You will break down your practice tape. Then you hit the road, and then you go recruiting, and then you come back and you Make break down more tape. And, and then you go and... back. While you're flying to and from places, you are, rec- you are recruiting on the phone. Mm-hmm. It is... You have to be able to recruit, and that's going to be the sales. The big question. Jed Fish can handle a lot of that. He does a great job of recruiting. Yes. If you saw what he did down at Arizona, but he's bringing in a lot of very smart football guys and guys with great football pedigree. And if you have Stevie Belichick and Pete Carroll's kid on your staff, there, good start. X's nose wise, but having those two, the dads around, if they if they stick around and they're around the UW program, then it has a a different allure to some of the kind of guys that you're trying to target. No, it is interesting what you're seeing both at UW and with the Seahawks where there's been a real shift to going younger and and, and looking to the Seahawks, build something they have new. a Harbaugh now. Yes, I was going to say, Jay is 34? Something like that. He He's super young. He's been uh, obviously coaching special teams at Michigan. Caught but, a lot of flack after the Rose Bowl game, but <laughs> redeemed himself yeah. in the national championship, huh? Yeah, that's a little bounce back. But again, you kind of look at what both UW and the Seahawks are doing. There's been a real shift and a real pivot to going younger and setting themselves up for what they hope is the future. Young coordinators, that's a play. I will be really interested to see if he can recruit a lick because the Belichicks don't seem dynamic. <laughs> Their personality-wise and connecting, especially with young people. Mm. See if Stevie's a little maybe, bit different than Maybe his dad. it's a genetic. Yep. All right, that'll do it for us. Up next, you got four hours of power from their mm-hmm. mouths to your ears. It's prime time with Isaac and Souk. All Super Week, we got you locked and loaded because uh, we got a big matchup. Super Bowl 58 in Vegas, Niners, Chiefs. Blah. I bet uh, Rye Guy from the Bay is going to be coming out yeah. this this mm-hmm. week. Ryan sure Buckley, is. who's big 49er honk. Womp womp. Big 49er honk. All right, we'll see you tomorrow from noon to 3. Have a great Monday, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday right here on The Fan. Mm. Bye. I don't need anything bigger. I have something that works just fine. It works fine. It's adequate. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.